Another Realm Media, exploring the unknown, where mystery meets reality. Are you fascinated by the unexplained? Do you love delving into the mysteries of the paranormal or how we respond to media that pushes us to the limit of our understanding? Do you love to dive headfirst into the exploration of the human psyche with meditations or channeled messages from beyond? Join our podcast network, Another Realm Media, and explore the unknown with us. From ghosts to aliens, cryptids to conspiracy theories, horror to sci-fi, we've got it all. Don't miss out on the excitement. Join us today and unlock the secrets of the universe. Email us at contact at anotherrealmmedia.com. This is Kelly with Wishful Drinking and Binge Thinking, the podcast where I get just absolutely hammered and I dole out psychological advice. That's right, I am going to be more drunk than that girl you met in the bar bathroom after your karaoke set who said, you have such good stage presence, oh my god. That's right, zero preparation, multiple drinks countless profound gems. Tune in the last Monday of every month on Fearscape Media Network. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Astral Stew. Uh, I believe this is the fourth episode to brave the airwaves. Ah, ah, ah. Got myself, Josh Rutledge, the humanist, and... Hey, what up? This is Stefan, the witch. The vavitch. <laughs> Damn right you are. <laughs> And, and looking very Dita in my outfit. Yeah, it's not hey. a turtleneck. That's just a neck beard, baby. Now it is time to dance. <laughs> what was that thing that uh, our friend Justin used to do? The the big fish, the, little fish, no, cardboard no, no, box. No. What was it? It was ah, no, I don't remember. No, it wasn't the Vogue. Michael Jackson. I don't know. No, I can't remember my what dad's. it was. This is my dad's dance. <laughs> and then Santa's and I. I think I was like. <laughs> got that from Mike. I don't know what it was. I can't remember now. And I'm going to remember it like later on. And then I'm going to yep. message you all and make some kind of weird video of me doing it. And then you're going to take that video and upload it to YouTube. And it's going to get a thousand hits. So. Well, yeah. Well, except for you'd be the one. Um, you're the oh, video guy. So you'd be, be uploading it. So. Santosh can put it on TikTok and make it into some kind of a TikTok dance. Oh, is that how I'm going to get TikTok famous? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was planning on something completely different. Um, but so yeah. Always, oh, go ahead, Josh. I was just going to say, I can't believe that this is the fourth one of these. I mean, uh, number one, time has just flown by that we're already recording the fourth. And then mm-hmm. um, I'm really, I'm really digging uh, this whole series that we're doing. Just we're hitting a lot of good topics and a lot of good conversations. So 
Yeah, I thought last episode was really, really interesting. It was interesting going back and and watching. And uh, yeah, I, I my mind keeps getting expanded. And I will say a lot of that is because of the both of you introducing me to a lot of things I may not have thought to look at. Well, and I, all I'm doing is uh, throwing darts at, in a dark room. So, you know. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, the package said lawn darts. Do, do what you want, Josh. We support you. <laughs> So, um, topic for tonight, Santosh has one for us. Oh, interesting. We were supposed to pre-screen this one, so you all are getting this this fresh out of it. Okay. Um, people steak. <laughs> <laughs> I only eat white things. Uh, gosh, well, that, was good, that was a skit I mean, from back in the day. Uh, yeah, no. Okay, so scrolling TikTok, as I do, um, I saw this commercial talking about... Um, people meet like that they had synthesized this thing like taken a oh. sample and <laughs> the website that i went to had like these stars on there i was like everybody's donating their cells and it's a special type of cell that they uh, um extract from a person mm-hmm. and then they they reproduce that and so is that an ethically sustained meat and so that's what i wanted i was like have you all heard about this yet <laughs> no no, <laughs> no. And, the and then closest. look at it though we could actually eat the rich Right. <laughs> oh. Everybody's been talking about it. Now I, mean, I will say, you know who's gonna really love that is Army Hammer. I mean, did you hear about him in the news finding out he has a cannibal fetish? No. What? Yeah. Not hear about that. Yes. Oh my god, it was all over the news. I guess like one of his exes, someone he was cheating on his wife with or something, came out and said that he loves to chew on your skin. He has like cannibal fetishes. Like he doesn't actually like go full cannibal or anything like that but like he really likes to pretend and like chew on your skin and like all kinds of things like that and that it is indeed a legit sexual fetish and it's called like i forget the name of it it's not cannibal but it's it's something along vampirism but it's all about chewing flesh and eating flesh and Mm. and and essentially pretending to be a freaking cannibal and that's army freaking hammer so furries call it vor (laughs) oh that is, I think that is what it's called. Yeah, <laughs> vor because it's short for carnivore. Yeah. Ah. Yes, yes, it is. I told you it was something different. Like, it wasn't cannibal. Yeah. Yes. Now, now we're Venn diagramming with furry fetishes. Yeah. Really. Yes. Yes. To go, it's to go back to though to your to your to your point around the whole thing around growing human meat. I thought there was something uh, like <clears throat> if people eat people, they go crazy. So, yes, and this is where I was going to bring in the supernatural aspect. Is that going to create a whole, like, race of Wendigos? The Wendigo? Because mm. isn't that a cannibalist, yeah. like, uh, like moral yeah. myth that tells you not to be a cannibal? Yeah, and uh, also Soylent Green is people. Spoiler Soylent alert. Green is people. But, I mean, I've already said flat out that if, if someone cooked people for me, I would try it. As long as I, as long as I didn't have to, you know, like kill them or take on any karmic debt because of that. Or if like somebody was like, hold up a second, shrink, you're going to love this fucking hot dog. Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a raw people foodist. (laughs) Well, and then that's the thing is if it's, if it's, well, here's, here's a side question. If something is cloned, is it organic or is it synthetic? Which brings me to my next point is 
is that meat then synthetic or is it organic? It's rayon. It's a blend. It's, it's organic. So, <laughs> so, so if it's organic, then it would be legit human meat, not like an impossible yeah. burger. No. Well, an impossible burger is still organic. No, I mean, but you know what I mean? I'm trying to say is it's not freaking plant-based proteins building it up. It's no, like, is it some sort of synthetic? If it, now, if you grew a people, if you grew a person from a plant, that's invasion of the body snatchers. And that's a completely different thing. (laughs) That's the pod people. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I mean, I, I mean, I I think that, but then they're so, so, so two things for it to be ethical. I, I think that ethically, it only comes into question, and this gets really around the whole discussion of what denotes intelligence and what denotes life, right, mm-hmm. in a person. Because mm-hmm. um, there are, uh, well, uh, so there are people, uh, we, ha- we did not partake, but there are people <laughs> who eat the placenta yeah, right. uh, after childbirth. Yeah. And so that's eating human flesh, right? Right. Or if you... Uh, chew on the skin around your nails i mean is that, that is no that's chewing on it that's that's not <laughs> but i mean yeah, yeah it, it is if you bite it and chew it and and swallow it yeah, i mean are you being a cannibal uh, when it like austin powers three that dude had like skin that he would eat like smoking a pancake <laughs> smoking that guy <laughs> that guy yeah, you mean I gold guess, <laughs> i mean if, if we're gonna base the the uh the ethics of eating meat off of uh, Austin Powers three, I guess. But we but well, here, but ethics. You're saying ethics. It's sourced with um, consent, right? Doesn't that automatically? Well, that's what work? I'm saying. And then it's that's not. Ethical? It's not. We're not killing a human, right? And and so, but then it's like, couldn't we just do that with cow and pork and and things like that instead of having to go human? Or is that legit just a fetish? You thing? wouldn't rather eat a steak from the hottest celebrity. No the tabloids no. right now. No. Well, you wouldn't actually eat a steak from the hottest celebrity. You'd eat a steak from that hottest celebrity skin cells that were then grown in a lab. And if it tastes like tomato, chicken, tomato. If it tastes like chicken, <laughs> no, can more, it be a steak? More like tomato. It's shake and bake, and I helped. <laughs> <laughs> there was a um oh, I think it was a Tales from the Crypt episode where the guy was like owned a diner and he was killing people and serving the best steak in town and it was human flesh. Like that was a good episode. <gasps> oh my gosh, dude. Cannibal Mask. You just took me like years oh, wow. like back yeah, ago. That play. Old... Right? You just what? teleported me, sir. Sweeney Todd and that all the whole you know thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meat yeah. pies. They were the best pies in London. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, the, the whole idea around eating human flesh is not new, right? I mean, it, the. <laughs> Who said Donner, it was? Did you think Donner? that I thought I no. just. Did I, I, did I just stumble onto something? Is that what I, I, did not, I, I did not think that you stumbled onto something. I'm just was simply saying <laughs> that it seems like all throughout history, there's been some concept of looking at the possibility of eating human flesh. Well, this, I mean, will be the, this will be the it, first time, though, it's been proposed as an alternative uh, protein. Well, that's say. and that's my point. It's like it, it has to be for a niche market. It has to be because I, I don't. Well, I guess that's biased to think that people wouldn't because I don't know. I'm only myself, but I would say I would. most people don't think three. about eating, <laughs> eating Brad Pitt's rump roast. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I just ha- I just had a nine ounce uh, Brad Pitt. <laughs> I mean, I guess I would have Scarlett Johansson's fish taco. 
Well, I don't, I don't think. <laughs> you, never mind. I'm not going to comment. It's just so it's like not, no, no. So that's it. <laughs> um, I don't eat fish. But I think so, <laughs> so ethically, it's probably not an issue, right? Because your whole thing is it's this like it's you're giving you're giving permission. It's being sourced. But I think we're maybe morality. Uh, yeah, morally. I was like, because yeah, I think you're right. Ethically, mm-hmm. it's out the window if there's consent. It exactly, matter. and that, that's where I was going at. So now, now we're talking about like, it still is ethics, but yes. But yeah, I mean, and then you're get you really are you're getting into that idea of cloning and things like that, and it's like, what makes if legit there is cannibal craziness like we alluded to. Is it because of just it being human flesh? Would that not be if we knew that it was like synthesized? Yeah. You know, is it a mental right. thing or legit a physical thing? Eating it creates a mental, you know what I mean? Like, or, or well, what? I mean, I don't know. pigs are cannibals and you don't see them going crazy. I mean, gone hog wild. Yeah. <laughs> they lose their mind. They go feral quicker than any other animal. Any other animal. Yeah. Well, but is that because they eat their own flesh or just because they just <laughs> it revert? gives them superpowers? I mean, <laughs> gerbils <laughs> become be, a were pig and that gerbils is be eating down. their babies all the time. Oh, sorry. I just spoke out of turn. I said where not everything is like is like and based. Like so therianthropy. So yes. pig therianthropy. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Can pegs, pigs be vores? Is the question. Can pigs be vores? <laughs> <laughs> they are. As long as something is small, it can be vored. I don't know. Yeah, it's just I I just keep coming back to the fact that I'm like, why? But then just like we said, it's there are people that I guess that would be into that. Yeah, but and I, I guess that's a much safer way of doing it than Jeffrey Dahmer killing people. But I but I tend to agree with Stefan. If yes, if it's do. be if it's well, if it's being proposed as an alternative meat source, alternative protein, um, for what purpose? Like other than to satisfy a fetish. Right. Right. Cause there are, uh, I feel personally, there are better alternatives if it's legit, just an alternative meat source. Yeah. Now if there's like, if there are currently people who are gathering in, you know, dark underground um, caverns because they want to have rituals and eat meat and they want to somehow work this into the mainstream. I don't know. Maybe that's something different, but. If it's just being proposed as, hey, this is an alternative meat source. Let's grow some, let's grow some steak let's from flip, your. Let's grow some celebrity meat. Yeah, or your own. <laughs> or your own. I love right. that with you, Santosh. It's got to be celebrity. It yeah. can't be Dale down the street. <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> oh well, shit, Marge, is this your husband? Well, I mean, yes. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> so also, so also, right? Like it's wines right and whiskeys and other things aged is better if you had skin cells from bad Pitt, brad pitt when he was 20 mm-hmm. would that produce a better steak than when you know the age that he is now yeah so wouldn't you want them to be free range and left chewy. to their own to grow these these synthetic meats these and then synthetic say, pits. <laughs> once they reach oh let's give you know like once they reach a pinnacle of civilization we'll come in and harvest them all so, so I guess my question is, are they just growing pieces of meat or are they attempting to clone essentially legit clone and then harvest? Mm, see, and I was trying to make a joke about the whole planet being a meat factory. It is a meat we were factory. Yeah. God is going to eat us. Hey, that theory that, that we're just food for the gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's something I was talking with. Uh, I, I, I tend to go back and forth on whole, like, 
donate meat thing because I feel like it's somewhere deep inside. I, I feel like it's wrong to like kill an animal and eat it, but, but also, Oh, but um, plants are fine. Cause they don't scream. Well, but also I, I, I do enjoy a good steak and burger from time to time. Circle, so it's circle like, of life, man. Circle <laughs> yeah. of life. But, but I was thinking about, you know, um, how would we feel if aliens came uh, from outer space and they landed and they started eating people? We yeah, that we're livestock. Pissed. What I if mean, we were cosmic livestock? Right. We are sentient beings, so we'd be pissed. Yeah, but that's <laughs> but, but but what is sentient? What is sentience? Uh, be- we as a collective can be like this is fucked up. Yeah, but so can other things. They just can't tell us. Is that no, can they though? In, in a way that we can understand. I don't. I don't think that they can. I don't think that the sentience and the terms of the cognizance to have that state of mind to know All right. that morally. It, let, me, it, let me go back to the late down 80s. philosophical. Let me, go, <laughs> let me go back to the late 80s when <laughs> take us there when starfish uh, tuna was uh, at, when it was discovered that they were a lot of times catching dolphins in their nets and dolphin meat was ended up in tuna cans mm-hmm. and there was a big thing about making mm-hmm. sure that you don't catch dolphins because Why? they're sentient because they're sentient right mm-hmm. but they can't tell us they're sentient yes they can how so mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, you ask them are you okay with this and they say ah, 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 ah. that's a but pretty that's, good pretty good you got good. there sir but scientifically we know that they are sentient as are whales and uh, apes and there are a number of species birds, yeah. that Octopus. are very sentient right but you we know, still so eat them listen it was one guy that had chilled monkey brains in indiana <laughs> jones okay nobody <laughs> wanted it but that guy i mean but that guy like whaling is still a big thing eating octopus is a big thing squid shark so on and so forth i know octopus is really tasty but i'm just saying so it is when it's grilled oh my gosh oh i like it breaded and fried and, and oh, octopus is straight up grilled on grill octopus is omnisentient they are the gods <laughs> they weird me out they're not meant to be on this planet i don't know how they got here <laughs> piece of space debris Mm-hmm. that's what i think cthulhu but i mean you know so i don't want to get down the whole meat is murder path but i'm just saying <clears throat> i think we if if people would have an issue with uh taking cells from a human and grow even if you didn't grow a full other human if you just grew like you know a leg <laughs> to then use right. to well, then that's use what i'm cooking. asking yeah. yeah if if that's all you were doing if people have a problem with that they really have to look at why do they have a problem with it and and really address that from a more introspective type approach because if you have a problem with it from a it you know don't eat it because it's sentient and all that kind of stuff then it really have to think about all or, the other animals that we consume right. or is it taboo because we've been told that it's taboo like most taboos that lose its taboosness is we've always just been told i mean you know you see a lot of an older generation it doesn't matter what generation that is when they become that older generation they hang on to the way things that used to be and struggle with change and yeah i mean i guess that's that's part i don't want to eat it but yeah i mean it feels weird to me but again it's not my life and if they're not killing somebody and that's their jam just don't make out with me afterwards i'm fine (laughs) 
Unless it was Angelina Jolie. Oh my god, I, I've been lost in trying not to sexualize this for about ten minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been trying to, but apparently it's not working. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know your comment while while ago about fish tacos was pretty. In your face. I just like that Santa just drops this topic as just like bling. <laughs> I was so I'm happy that you all wanted to talk about it at first. I thought you'll be like, ah, this doesn't. But I was like, no, it relates to everything we talk about. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, it does. And it does make you think about things. And, and you know, one of the questions, I hate to swing this back around to meat being murder or whatever, but it's like, I've always wondered, was unintentionally part of our domestication process of the animals that have been domesticated? Was it getting them to not evolve towards that sentience? Yeah, did did we did we hold other species yeah. back in right our because we know pigs domesticated grab. pigs are nothing like they are in the wild cows i mean same thing i mean all of that it's just it's a different well we and how, made them that way same with if, I mean, even vegetables at this point well i mean yeah i mean you, th- you think about uh all the different uh genetic manipulation that we've done to plants and animals over the mm-hmm. last you know even hundreds of years because we've been cross popular uh, cross what's it called pollinating uh plants for for hundreds if not thousands oh, of i years. mean it's like tomatoes are like my fate it's like one of the few vegetables even though it's let me fruit. let me try to sell you one more time on the people meat because people can <laughs> <laughs> because people can give consent you can never get consent from an animal so even if you grew animal meat without mm-hmm. slaughtering them anymore it's still rooted in that it was taken from them so people right. meet well and, and, and I, 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 I read <laughs> it's so, good well, yeah that makes you wonder because then a vegetarian who doesn't want to murder meat would they still not eat the synthesized meat because it didn't have consent? it's no longer murder meat. well it's just right but it's meat. always been about consent well let me let me so leave the meat two movement <laughs> no <laughs> no again no 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 you're gonna get us in trouble um so what about insects what about them I, would you eat an insect burger no yes i want to try those fried um crickets have you ever seen Ugh. at the those um south asian me- like yes. markets yeah. and they yes i was like god I, well like i was i would try this, i was reading an art it's been a couple of years ago but i was reading an article about how some places in south america are trying to replace meat with well, here too insect. my my brother was talking to me about it too it's a legit real thing because it's high in nutrients and things like that that it could essentially replace our food as we know it because uh you know there's bazillions of them so yeah. have you never had like a chocolate covered grasshopper or a chocolate covered ant before I, I couldn't do the grasshopper. I've done the ants. I've done the um, ant. I couldn't do the grasshopper. Yeah, it's too big for me. Like, I can't. It's too. Uh, you, you know me. I already don't <laughs> like stuff. It's too big. He can't put it in his mouth. No, I can't. The deepening cannot happen. The deepening cannot happen through that. <laughs> now we're talking about things in your mouth. Scorpion lollipops. Yeah, no. scorpion lollipops. So my, so my uncle has been on every continent. Um, on the planet when he retired. I love his pictures. Yeah. yeah. When he retired, he, he like wanted to travel everywhere. So one of the places he recently went before COVID was <clears throat> he did like an Asian uh, type tour. And he also went to, uh, he went to like India and, and stuff. And, <clears throat> and while he was there, um, they brought out a tray of, of different types of foods. And some of the things that were there were like, 
uh, deep fried uh, tarantulas and like other things. Now, I oh, again, the scene from Temple of Doom, essentially. Yeah. So like, I don't think I could like pick up a tarantula on a stick and just chop down on it. But if I had like a burger, right, that was tasted like a burger, but it was filled with grasshopper or something i don't like would i be able to so eat if that? you could be deceived okay right perfect example santosh and i used to be roommates when we lived in florida and i hate peas and carrots and this man was like i'm gonna make a sweet pot pie but i know you hate peas and carrots but we think it's texture so he blended them fine as all get out i ate every bit of it So I don't know. It's like if you yeah. and I knew it was there, but like, I don't even know if you told me till after or not, but it's like I don't remember either. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I, I I had you try it first and I might have even lied to you and say, look, you can't see any like, you know, peas. Oh, that's the same thing. Like my my Aunt Bobby, she she made like one of those um, beet chocolate cakes. Mm, made with yeah, I love those. And she was like, she knows I don't like stuff. She's like, oh, I got you some chocolate cake. Don't ask what it's made from. <laughs> and I'm like chocolate <laughs> i'm like this is good it's i said it's got like a little earthy like, like i said it's like eating carrot cake you know but what is this she's like oh it's beets i was like Bleh. no i'm just kidding i was i liked it the texture was just off <laughs> well and then so so Kristen, so are you hoping the aliens will think that our texture is off oh yeah if they eat me my texture is way off well I know, I, mine's I, sort of off too now i would like to think that if well i don't know maybe this is just wishful thinking but i'd like to think that if uh, aliens, tasty. aliens have figured out a way to travel vast distances of space space time that maybe they've surpassed or moved past the concept of eating meat <gasps> maybe that's the next maybe that's what we need to evolve to the next level is to do we though because star trek i mean they had replicators but it would replicate meat star trek was fictional okay you keep telling yourself that <laughs> what well, uh, uh, Two of you are coming out with lines tonight that are just like <laughs> both of you determined to get us canceled. Let that be me, guys. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you you know, we well, again, we also assume that they would eat like we would need to eat. I mean, yeah. they may not need to eat. That would solve just... a lot of problems of space of, of space travel to not have to, you know. Yeah, if you could just stop to s- put nutrients into your body. Mm-hmm either sleep through it or if they were just able to they just got their nutrients through breathing what if they soaked it up through the soles of their feet what if what if that would be sweet a lot of people would be a lot skinnier that's for sure because you'd have to walk around a lot yeah Uh, like that would be how you mow your grass (laughs) you got mouths on the bottom (laughs) (laughs) sound like sound like that typewriter uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's in some horror movie somewhere some, <laughs> some body horror horror film. it'll be in somebody's nightmares tonight yeah, probably whenever not. this airs <laughs> glad i don't have a foot fetish because then it'd be like kissing feet had take to a whole new meaning because <laughs> there'd be a whole mouth down there <laughs> oh, oh my god what kind of shoes would you need for mouth feet I mean, obviously, holus. Do you think that the do you think that the that the mouth teeth might come in weird? So mouth braces, so foot mouth or like (laughs) orthodontry. I I lost the word, but you get where I'm going. Yeah, you know, well, it's like shoes would be like be like 
uh, like a pair of pants, you would need two things because one to just sit at the heel and one to sit at the ball of the feet. It'd be oh, two wh- separate pieces. Where is the mouth? Oh, I imagined it was on the arch. It's not on the very oh, tips of your toes. On the tips. Of, that's mouths. Now you got multiple <laughs> mouths. And by the way, Santosh, that would be a pediodontry. That's what it would be. Pediodontry. Right? Yes. No, well, now that we're in no, feet, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're in feet. The pediorthodontric. <laughs> Pedi- Pedi- Welcome sure. to the stage, Pedia Orthodontics. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. We, we we I feel like we've gone a long way since uh, would you thirty minutes ago. Own, yeah, would you eat your own flesh? <clears throat> but um, <laughs> I mean, so tell me, I'm good. For I, a I won't topic believe change. that anybody. Yeah, exactly. Because I was gonna say, I I dare anyone to say they ain't tasted themselves. Come on. Come I mean, on. like if you lick chicken off your fingers, isn't that tasty? <laughs> That's one way to phrase it. <laughs> or I mean, hell, if you've had a cut. Yeah, yeah. If you cut your tongue, where does it go? You know, it's got to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Topic it can't end on that. <laughs> it can't end on that. Say something else, somebody. All right, Stefan, you want uh, you want to go for a topic change? Yeah. What do you? Didn't you have something or? Yeah. So. To <laughs> so switching gears, uh, severely, like a whole freaking different city now. Um, Although still on the alien topic. So there tends to be, I've noticed that there are people who like are completely aligned to the message and the actions of to the stars Academy and Lou Elizondo and Tom DeLong and like the, their whole thing of, we need to figure out what these AEPs are and, and, and if they're a th- and determine if they're a threat. Right. So there's, right. there's that, camp if you will then we'll there's call them camp threat right <laughs> then, then there's the other camp which tends to align with like uh dr stephen greer where the, where they say that you know that whole that whole thing from you know the whole threat piece is totally a farce and they mean us no harm and they're all good and and, and uh we're here to help you uh determine how to make peaceful contact with the aliens and, and it seems to be that we'll call them are... the interstellar Hare krishnas <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so and so they're they're but like it seems like people always come down on one side or the other either well, they're all coming here as a threat or they're all coming here as peaceful explorers but there's never like a happy medium well and that's what i say i i find it very arrogant of us as humans to assume one way or the uh, another because you know i love stephen greer very very much and i love his approach but who's not to say that there aren't more species or more things that are out there than just who he's been in contact with i mean and who's to say that lou elizondo and chris mellon and those guys don't have every um right to say hey we need to be on the lookout just in case because we do have stories of abduction we do have stories of scary things happening so there you know it's like saying all three of us are exactly the same personality type it it, i mean and that's just one species Mm -hmm. right and they go through fads because when's the last time any of you heard of an anal probe happening Right. They used to be all the rage. And yeah. you don't really get that anymore, do you? Yeah. So obviously well, their cultures. I think, yeah, culture. I feel like red grid is like the new 
big thing that is we're starting to see a lot more of red grid what is that oh yeah red red grid patterns that so it's like imagine imagine if you will um the head of a fly swatter you know that's like uh different uh holes pierced in it if you were to take that smack it onto your arm and then what remained was like a little small shape that only that showed those holes but they're showing up on people's body like you know, so it's like just little raised areas or little red areas on okay. the skin, but they're showing up like on people's backs when they wake up from like going to bed the night before. And they'll or, stay there for a yeah, while. Or like on um, their faces or like stuff like that. And most oh, of these people, that- most of these people that have them also tend to have um, visions or dreams of being abducted um, with some sort of machine or something pressed against them. Um, some people compare it to, uh, the allergy testing machine, like how that leaves those bumps yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very similar in some regards. And even then with the red grid patterns, there's different types too. Yeah. Um, but it is a new phenomenon that is struggling to get hold. Um, we actually dealt with someone who had to deal with it and we struggled finding anybody that would even touch it because well, it's they, so new. And- and to be perfectly honest, along that line right there, I'll say that <clears throat> there is a there is a plethora of places you can go as a to, to relay a sighting. Right. Mm-hmm. But there is like almost zero uh, organized support for abductees. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. We, not just abductees, uh, though. Some of the bigger cities do have support groups and stuff. But I mean, how how do you find them? Right. right? Well, like, I there's mean, no there's no like you know, www.ufoabductee.com that you can right. go to put in your city and find a support group near you. Well, luckily we do know that MUFON does investigate um, abductions and contactees and stuff like that. And they are very supportive of that. But again, this red grid pattern, um, I think we found maybe one, maybe two Facebook groups. And yeah. I think it maybe had 200 people in it. <laughs> but even, um, but even of those groups, it's just really people also saying I'm having the same experience. Right. But nobody really has any answers. Nobody knows what to do. Like doctors, a lot of times don't know what they are. Um, So anyways, all of that to be said. So that's the, if we're going to say that red grid is the new anal probe. um, (laughs) That's essentially what red grid is the new anal probe. Yes. But he shared it. But, you know, also the, when you think about it, well, and I think this is probably just what's showing up um, in the media, but you don't hear a lot about abduction cases anymore either, but they're still happening all the time. Well, and you know, as well as I do, that that has a lot to do with how it is portrayed at this time as being crazy. Like that has very much a lot to do with it because the second that I found out that MUFON still investigates abductees. And in fact, the last issue of the MUFON magazine talked about a recent abduction. So they do still happen. They're just not mainstream and people are more afraid to talk about it. And then the people that aren't afraid to talk about it are a little loosey goosey. And so it makes it a little more difficult, um, for people to stand by it, I guess would be the case. But I mean, like I said, I'm reading 
fire in the sky, the Travis Walton story right now, you talk about someone who had a true abduction case and he's normal as the day is long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, and I think it's really interesting about Travis too, because he had that <clears throat> abduction case, but yet he doesn't see any ill will towards his abductee d- mm-hmm. abductors, mm-hmm. I guess is the right. Yeah. But yeah, it is, it is not popularized anymore. Um, the media does not grab hold of it anymore um, unless it happens to yeah. happen near uh, Halloween or something. But, but also, so, so to come back to my original kind of question around camp threat and camp Harry Krishners, um, <laughs> Harry Krishners, whatever, <laughs> and not Harry, not, not Harry Christians. Um, <laughs> Too many but, of them already. But if you, if you had, right, if, you're, if your goal was to spin all UAPs, all UFOs as a threat, then it seems like you would be latching on to these abduction and red grid cases and saying, see, look, look at all these people that are being taken, you know, in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. Using using that like the negative experiences uh, to prove a point. And Hmm. they do. But the problem is, is that they don't have a platform. You do see that a lot at like UFO conventions and things like that. You will see a huge number of contactees and abductees that will come out and talk to people because that's why they're there. Um, but in terms of like a, an, another platform, you know how visceral uh, Facebook can be even yeah. on like UFO fan groups, like where that are all about UFO sightings, somebody will post something and 90% of those posts are people bashing them. And this is a group that's supposed to support that. We see it all the time. And so get, I would be scared to share it too. And even Coast to Coast is like kind of like moved. And that was kind of Art Bell's thing for sure. But well, um, but, you, but, but what I'm saying is, is like Lou Elizondo, if to the Stars Academy, if it was their goal, right, mm-hmm. to, to spin up this huge defense oh i see what you're saying so they're saying they would grab onto the red they would latch onto them and say look maybe they don't know i mean it is a real uh, we never heard of it until we got approached Mm. i mean and here's santosh saying i've never heard of it until we just mentioned it well there's a reason there's a small group it's a new thing red grid yes but abduction cases right that let's say that well, I think it's because there's no proof. Like guys like Lou and Chris and those guys, they want as much scientific tangible. proof and fact, tangible as possible. And witness stuff is not good enough. Although I don't know if you saw it, but at the time of recording this, Tom DeLong posted a picture on Twitter with the caption, real photo. And it's a crappy picture. <laughs> <laughs> And, no, and it's and it's funny it. because Johnny Altini responded and was like, "Yep, you're right. It's a real photo." <laughs> <laughs> I love John Tenney, man. <laughs> but but I mean, but you know, you take stuff like that though. It's like also the stuff that we so in that same post, Jeremy McGowan, who we just had on the show mm-hmm. for a Fearscape podcast, um, um, he commented and said, "We ought to like." we ought to join together as a community ufo twitter or whatever and say if you're going to post evidence you have to include like gps of where it was taken the time and date of where it was taken um who else was there 
you know, what other things were happening. Like you should have to provide all of that quote unquote metadata uh, whenever you post a picture like that to try to rule out or at least um, legitimize the picture that you're sharing. Right. Yeah. Like I just went to Twitter. I shared, I can't share uh, my screen, Josh, but maybe you can just show the picture that he posted. And legit. That's all it says is real picture. I don't know what I'm looking at here. I mean, somebody took like a um, um, photo editing and tried to clean it up and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you can get all kinds of things when you start messing with sure i mean it kind of looks like the uh one of the aliens from uh that uh did that was did the clones in uh star wars (laughs) yeah but it also but it also to me looks like it's just an out of focus picture yeah like you know and then and then things are just distorted looking at this right now i'm quite surprised that uh delange posted that with nothing behind with, it yeah with, unless, with he's, unless he's doing an experiment to see what people will believe yeah i'm or, excited for all this 4k like that we've been shouting about and um mm-hmm. and these new faster networks of getting some high quality pics yeah like it, they have to be just around the corner you know there's a i was so i haven't looked into it to see what it is because it's all the stuff that comes up on facebook but um i was scrolling through facebook and i came across like an advertiser that was um, advertising 4k upscaling. So you take a video that's at least HD, Mm -hmm. you plug it in, AI runs through and does 4k upscaling of that video. Dude, that's sci-fi movie stuff right there. And it's just like, it's a service or an app you can get and subscribe to. I haven't, like I said, I haven't looked at any of it yet, but uh, it'd be really cool to like take so you know Stefan if if we have you know pictures or videos and things like that that we get of different things to plug those in there and have it upscale and see what that produces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I am. I'm looking over here at all the comments and they're brilliant. Here's a perfect example though. I mean, people are giving him a hell of a time. Um, this dude Steve Hart said, "I think it needs to zoom in a bit more. It's not fuzzy enough yet." <laughs> And then our friend Matt Tiller, Matt Tiller posted this picture of six like gray aliens. It's obviously super fake on purpose. It looks like mannequins. It says, yeah, this is a real interesting picture too, but not actually real. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, man. I mean, I, I'm, but I mean, I'm, I'm taken aback by this right now. And I know that's not what the whole point of this whole thing was about, but well, so I'll just, I'll just say that also one of the things that, that I, and and Jeremy McGowan, I think when we had him on the podcast was really for this as well. Um, It's like, so both camps, right? Mm -hmm. Greer uh, to the stars. We'll call it Greer Elizondo. Both camps have supposedly captured or, or, or have in their possession a great deal of evidence. A great deal, yeah. Um, to support w- whichever narrative it is, but to support that we are not alone, and that we are being visited, and that we are being visited by intelligent life. Mm-hmm. But yet neither camp will make available their great large amounts of, of, of resources. Like yeah. they release it in trickle. You know, they they do TV shows I mean, on history or or little uh, videos on YouTube or, or, 
you know, in, in Greer's I mean, case, you have to pay ungodly amounts of money to get access to small little things. Well, we talked about that with Jeremy McGowan. At the end of the day, I don't begrudge people trying to make money at the end of the day. They, you know, they're trying to make a living. Um, I get that. And it's like you also, in terms of Lou's case, and I'm going to put this more towards Lou, I think Lou legit is trying to get government funding and things like that. And if they were to just throw everything out on the table with, uh, with the amount that they have and the knowledge he has, it would, it, it leaves itself far too open to scrutiny because there's just too much at once to handle. And him being able to trickle out what he does is pushing his narrative uh, towards getting this funding. Like, you know, we've, we've talked to them. They've said that they are trying to push this potential of threat. I don't necessarily believe they even think it's a threat, but I think they're pushing that idea of threat because he knows how the government oh, works yeah. and he knows because that's, the only, that's yeah. yeah. The fear that's, routes, the money route. Right. And Greer has to go the other route, which is private funding and private funding happens the other way. Right. You get rich people to buy your tarot readings and your psychicness and everything else or alien stuff um, and to support the bigger release of truth and information. Like, and it usually comes from richer folks. Like that's, that's the difference between the two. Private I don't know. I just, I wish I just, the space force flag was flying behind you doing that stuff <laughs> well i mean i i just i don't know i guess i feel like <laughs> if they have such a such a wealth of supportive information that supports whichever narrative they're trying to portray <clears throat> if they just you know i would i would pay 20 dollars a month patreon or something like that to have access to an archive to just look through data elements well are they and allowed I, to i mean does history hold them back history channel i mean we know talking to mudget yeah. that there was a lot of stuff he wasn't allowed to talk about and say and do because history held the rights to it and forced him to hold his hand true maybe that's what it is mm-hmm. which because is if they if they put it all on the table the show's over true yeah. <laughs> here's what we got take a look yeah I mean, even Jeremy McGowan said that. It's like, if they put everything on the table, the show's over. They have things that they have to do. They've got to create um, cliffhangers to make sure they can get a second season. They have to do this. They have to do that. And they have to confine it all to so many episodes and do so many different things, which um, Chad, uh, what's his name from uh, uh, Sir No Face, he talks about that, where he hated that when he was a part of whatever show he was on. Um, that he likes being able to put, release things the way he wants to release it and put it out there and share the information he wants to instead yeah. of being beholden to something. I guess the only way you can do that is if you have your own YouTube channel. You go out and interview your own witnesses and you post what they have to say on your YouTube channel and then that's the only way to really get it public. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you go the route of, of uh, signing up with history or travel or any of those places, then you're in bed with whatever you know is in the which of the big four own that (laughs) whatever the agreement is uh, yeah santa's you just alluded to something else it's like who then owns those corporations that puts us back into conspiracy theories of shadow governments and majestic 12 and all that crap i've said this a thousand times that man the dude from ufo hunters will he has been at every convention possible 
preaching that they were onto something and they were so close. They had some real shit happening and history canceled them right at their highest rated show. They had just, uh, they had just teased the big stuff that was getting ready to come out and history canceled them and didn't let them premiere their last episodes and history will not give them the tapes for it. Well, you know, I will say that, excuse me, Greer's latest documentary. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to remember what it's called now. Uh, uh, Countdown to disclosure. Yeah. Countdown to disclosure. Technology behind the secret space force or something like that. Now, is that his or is he just a part of it? So I think it was technically done by these other guys, uh, but he's like the headliner, if you will. I mean, he, yeah. you know, because I didn't like, see it on any of his websites or anything. So. Yeah. So I don't think it's a Greer production, but he is heavily featured throughout right. throughout the documentary. Um, but one of the things that they talk a lot about is how that that the kind of conspiracy theory, if you will, that um, all of mainstream media is controlled by that that shadow you know uh, shadow government shadow government or shadow power if you you know whatever you can go ahead and say illuminati josh <laughs> whatever the the illuminati <laughs> yeah so that's what we did with uh, alan greenfield yeah. so we're the aluminum naughty yeah. <laughs> yeah but um but yeah you know so and that's one of the things that he talks about in there is that even when we get to this you know covid bill um started disclosure you know what and i don't want to hopefully ruin it for anybody who wants to go out and watch the doc uh, uh spoiler alert but one of the things that he talks about in there is that um what he thinks will happen is in disclosure is that space force will just come out and say yep these craft are ours we're going to use them uh this is this is our our new field that we're going to have for the space force. And we've just been out testing that, them. That's what they already said about the saucers from the forties and fifties. You know, I, I think Bob Lazar was a part of that because even like pushing Bob Lazar, he says they were working on saucer technology mm-hmm. and multiple kinds too. Yeah. And yeah. so that pushes that narrative because Bob Lazar never once said it's alien. He's always just said, this was just what we were working on. Well, and, but he also said they had to reverse engineer it. Right. But I'm, I'm just saying, it's like, you know, there's a lot in that camp that say, Hey, we were taking over the bell or the, the different things from the Germans and the Nazis and, and that it was, it's just our technology. It's always the main thing to be able to say it's the new swamp gas. You know, that's what yeah. was in the sixties and seventies was that it was the, the stealth bomber before people knew about it and, and things like that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I don't know. And they may be right. I, that's the thing. Yeah. We'll never know until we know. Well, and even then we probably will never know. Yeah. Well, yeah, somebody will deny it regardless of what yeah. we know. We'll just we'll just know whatever the mainstream media wants to tell us, right? Yeah. So. And it, and it's and it's not going to be somebody like Biden that's going to that's going to do it. it you know, it it's, it's going to be AOC. I, I was literally about to say Well, that. actually, it's gonna be you somebody know, one, like AOC. One of the things that um one of the things that Greer also talks about is that uh, most presidents are not read fully into Oh yeah, they pick and choose all who, of the different projects, right? And so um, that's why most presidents can't reveal anything because they don't really know everything. Mm-hmm. That all, it's really like senators and things like that that are you know when you think about this, um, the whole idea of uh, senators and and uh, and uh, representatives having term limits. Um, 
lifelong politicians are the people who get read into these things. Mm -hmm. If everybody has a term limit, that will significantly reduce the number of people who gets read in to all these special projects and things that of all this secret stuff that's going on because they won't want to read well, somebody in who's potentially, you know, who's gone in six years. Right. Well, and that, that's, that's why they, you... that's why they wouldn't let Bernie Sanders win. Cause he told Joe Rogan on his podcast that he would tell us about the aliens and then what Bernie tanks it. I know. Well, they all say, it. I mean, like Obama said, he'd tell us Clinton said he'd tell us. And then they all hush, get there. And they're like, I they were working say. against Bernie. Um, but I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, like Marco Rubio, here's a guy that hasn't been um, a lifelong guy yet. And he's one of the big ones fighting for it. But then on the other side, um, what's that Senator that's featured on unidentified that was behind a lot of just Harry Reed. Yeah. Harry Reed. Now there's a, a guy that, you know, knows some stuff and he's yeah. alluded to it. I mean, he knows the stuff Elizondo knew because he helped get Elizondo his job. <laughs> so well, One of the, you know, also too, what if Rubio is doing all this just because he wants to be read in? Uh, mate, kudos on him. He's, he's realized he ain't going to get president. So he's like, well, I want to at least know about the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, this is uh, this one's running a little longer. Um, y'all about ready to wrap this one up? Yeah, sure. I mean, we could just pine all day and talk about this. Oh, yeah, right. We wanted to, so. Two things that I want to remind you all for uh, like either next time conversations or after this conversations page 25, because that's been a, something I've been wanting to talk about too. And um, my scary abduction dream. Oh. See, much like the history channel. Santosh has left us with, with a cliffhanger. cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't even mention it next, next time. That'll be great. <laughs> well, we'll just cancel the show. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Do it. Make me we'll cry. Come back out with astral soup. <laughs> <laughs> it's a watered down version. <laughs> All right. So uh, thanks everybody for checking us out. Please hit that subscribe button. Click that bell. So you get the notifications. Uh, you know, one, one of these drops every month. Um, and uh, we've also got some other content though that hits the channel, uh, the podcast, hits the channel and some other things that we put out there. So please subscribe, please click that bell and please share uh, whenever you have the opportunity. It really helps us out. Yeah. And um, much like Stephen Greer, we're also, you know, we need that money too. So if you guys <laughs> feel froggy, you can go yeah. to fearscapepodcast.com slash support. Uh, as a way to help donate to us, check out our Patreon and all of that jazz. So, And um, uh, thanks again for tuning in. Um, I think we're just going to slowly trail this one off into obscurity. Um, hey. oh, so we need to just talk about the random whisper things. fade off.